This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. He's just a hack. He's just an absolute hack. And he gets his ass kicked by his teammates every week. It's just, you know, it's terrible. It's just terrible. Well, Sean, you just witnessed something historic. And not in a good way. Um, I'm still trying to piece together the words to describe the bloodbath that just ensued on national television. That's the word. Bloodbath? Is that the is that the yeah. word to describe it? Bloodbath is it, the word. It felt like we were watching a preseason game, like a week one game between a ranked team that wasn't supposed to be ranked and the best team in the country, but it happened to be played in January. That's what that felt like. If that logic makes sense. I mean, I mean, TCU belonged, right? Well, so, in okay, some so that, fashion? That's the debate and the conversation I want to get into in a second. But I, I want to first talk about the game. We're going to talk about the game in a bit. Probably not going to be a very long episode, as I'm sure most people can expect that the national championship game was not very exciting. It was exciting for all of 10 minutes of the first quarter, and then it just completely collapsed. Um, not a good day for me, though, Sean. Horrible, horrible day for me. I'm glad I didn't bet on this game. I took a freaking bath on in terms of the comments that I got on Twitter and the people in the Twitter space. And then the text messages in my work group chats that I got for my take on TCU. Um, so we can get into this game, though. Do you want to share a message from our sponsors really quick? Yeah, this game was nuts. Uh, I mean, if you decided to tease Georgia up to minus 40, you still would have had a lot of room to spare. And you probably could have won even more money. Uh, and you could have done that at Bet Online. Bet Online remains your number one source for all your sports betting this season. Everything from NFL and bowl season to esports that's what we're going to be gambling on soon once the nfl ends uh regardless this game uh, a betters nightmare georgia covered the over on their own make that make sense to me uh regardless for the national championship some people that decided 13 and a half was enough for georgia congratulations you're the smart ones the rest of us are the rest of us. We are the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite leagues and events. Head to betonline.ag to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to use promo code BLEAV, that's B-L-E-A-V, to receive your rewards. Bet online where the game starts. So, Sean, coming into this game, I think we all knew that Georgia was the more talented team. I think we all knew how these teams matched up with one another. But we sat here on the preview, and we talked about how all season long, TCU has defied the odds and how that they were always going to have a chance to be in the game. And not only did that not happen, but it happened in the most extreme sense that this is the biggest blowout in national championship history. The biggest possible blowout for a 65 burger to be hung on TCU's defense. And the only question I find myself asking is how the hell did we get to this? How did this end up being the final result. And you said it a second ago before I, I tried to push to the read is that TCU deserved to be here. 
that's not the TCU team that we saw all season. Yeah, that's what I thought. Everyone's saying Bama should have been it. Marlon Humphrey, Bama I know that you went to Bama. I, they didn't belong. TCU belonged, and I believe that if we were in the 12-team playoff and we were to go through the same process, it still would have been TCU and Georgia in the finals. And for some reason in this game, TCU could not find footing on offense, defense. They couldn't get a scheme going. They couldn't get their run game going. And then when they did, Duggan uh, decided to take the ball in the third downs and throw backbreaking interceptions. And I know he had a really good season. And I'm happy for him. And he, it's a lot of fun. It was a very fun season. But holy hell, did they just look up. They looked overpowered. They looked slower. They looked worse coached. They looked like they, they their scheme had been figured out in five minutes. And if those are the, the if that if that's all taking place, which it all did, then you're you're going to get a blowout like this. You're going to have third stringers for Georgia going in and have their time on the turf in the national championship game because they're up by 58 points against you. Unbelievable. First of all, by the way, I just need to preface this really quick. I am not a TCU fan. My dumbass bought this because I was buying into the hype uh, and I wanted some cool gear. Uh, way. And I, apparently that was the jinx that needed to happen here. But I said this from the jump, the play calling, the way that they showed up on that first drive, they look scared. The decision-making that Garrett Riley approached this game, he has been fantastic all season long, and they have put up huge games. And heck, they were still in it when they, scored, when they had that long reception and then Duggan scored that rushing touchdown. They were still in it. But the scared coaching approach on offense, I think, dug them into a hole that their defense could not dig them out of. What has made them so good is momentum and offensive explosiveness and keeping their defense off the field. Their defense is too small, is not big enough to go head-to-head with an SEC offensive line and a rushing attack like that and be on the field as much as they were in this game. It was a it just a an avalanche of bad thing that could like the worst possible things that could have happened for this TCU team just continued to avalanche and build up and build up and build up to get to this final result. It seemed like they were being reckless on offense once they were down. And that is not a good case for them because TCU is a a team that thrives in the chaos. They're a a team that thrives in the mess and getting teams off balance. Georgia never looked off balance. They weren't scheming something up where uh, it was going to be a one-on-one or someone's going to be wide open. And and when it was, and they decided to force deep passes, interception, interception, long pass, trying to force an easy play now, interception, and there was no balance to give them any semblance of chaos when they needed it. It was TCU was stuck in the mud. They were stuck in first gear all game. They never evolved in the game. And maybe congrats to Georgia for being so suffocating and and, and deciding to turn the page so quickly after Ohio State that they could come back in here with freshly fresh faced and go at it. And, And congratulations that that because that's exactly what happened. It was a suffocating performance from Georgia and TCU just the victims. A huge bummer. TCU was America's team in this game. We all got to see Georgia take out Alabama and be the guys last year. 
this year. We're trying to get stoked up for the 12-team playoff, and we got a, a team that could make it in a 12-team playoff from the Big 12 facing the Big Bad SEC, and TCU got smoked. And they know they got smoked, and they know they were cooked middle of the second quarter. And America knew they were cooked middle of the second quarter. It also almost feels like we wasted all of the juice. We wasted all, all of it. it on the first two games. So much so that it was all all the air was taken out of this goddamn game played in this stupid, terrible stadium in an awful city with no tailgating and the rain's just spraying on everybody because there's no fucking walls on the stadium. It just... I'm not mad about TCU right now, Sean. I'm mad that that was the final product and that was the two best teams that were supposed to compete. That was what... The restructured playoff was was supposed to produce, and we had two we had two national championships played before this game, and I don't know what the hell that was. I don't. I I I can't explain it. That I, was that, the national champions. That was the national champions of college football. We should have just given it George, to them at the beginning of the season. I don't know why I dude, needed to watch that. Georgia got their test last week. They had their first test last week, and then they knew they could coast. Congratulations. You got past your hardest test. It's like you're taking the driver's test and then before you even you know how you before you even get in the car, you have to go and you have to go do the signs test. Yeah. Like that's where everyone fucks up on the driver's tests. It's the signs. Oh, I've never seen this one before. What is this dual merge shit? I'm sixteen and, and a quarter. And you're you're throwing this sign that's not even in my state. It, it's some backwoods sign in Vermont to look out for bears and falling rocks. That's what last year was. Uh, what last week was versus Ohio yeah. State. It was the signs test. And once they had that done, oh, you got an eighty. Congratulations, you get in the car. Oh, I've been playing driving video games all my life. This is pretty fucking easy. I know how to drive this car. Oh, look at me. I'm Kirby Smart. I can just whip this thing in parallel parking. Oh, Jalen Carter, how you doing? You want to see this? Oh, awesome, perfect merge, awesome. TCU just fu- just sitting there, can't get past the signs. They had a huge test, and then they go out on the road, and their car's sputtering, and they they, they here we go. The instructor's having to use his brake, and they, there's no there was no competency behind the car after they both passed their test last week. T- T- Except TCU, Georgia could th- get behind the car and drive it. Th- this analogy, I don't know if this really works. Uh, that was a great analogy of the week, but TCU feels like the uh, the circumstance of the one dorky kid or like the you know the one girl in, in the in the driver's ed classes that was taken away too seriously was studying way too much and then they didn't know how to operate the car they they spent so much time learning the information but they didn't bother to think wait a minute i don't know how to move this damn thing that's what that felt like tcu they should have been test. the younger brother at 14 that was taking the car creating a bunch of chaos because they learned from their older brothers beforehand that's what they should have been that's what they were all year now they, they get behind their the car pants and- and then they shit their pants in the actual test. They know how to drive. TCU knows how to drive the car. We saw they know how to drive a car, right? Yeah. We've seen them. Yeah. They're good at go-karting. They can ride a bike. They can do a wheelie. They can do everything they need to do. They've been practiced. They got older brothers. They've been sitting here. They know how to drive the car. And then when they got in front of the inspector to get their license, their little license, fucked it up. Fucked it up. Oh, I don't know what to do now. Why are my windshield wipers going? Why are they going? It's seventy-five and sunny out. I don't, I don't know what's going on. What is this? How do I get game? the car? Out I, of I've neutral. never seen this Why before. Why is the car in are we, neutral? <laughs> are we gonna, are we gonna stay in the same defense the whole time? That's been picking us apart. Uh, we begin to pick apart. Sure. Why not? 
Are you going to let them merge? No. Why would I do that? I'm in the left lane going 15 under. That's who I am. I'm TCU. And here's Georgia <laughs> barreling down me as, uh, from behind from like a competent driver. God. It was, it was a, that's, see, that's actually, made for the moment. An elaborate analogy, an elaborate metaphor sums up with the final sentence. They were in the left lane going 15 under thinking that they're like, wow, we're going so fast. Look at everything that we're doing. Meanwhile, the uh, the, the the 16 wheeler semi behind them is going 90. And that thing came Dude, fast yeah. and it kept going as it knocked you out of the way. That's what it felt like. They're creating chaos in all the other lanes. Okay, cool. Middle lane, right lane. Okay, maybe we're in a four lane. I got all these lanes that I'm creating chaos in. Don't go in the left lane. Oh, you're in the left lane now. You're in the left lane. You're in Los Angeles. You don't know how to do it. 305, 405. You got no shot out there. In Georgia. Oh, we've been here before. I've, t- I've t- taken this road. Want to see me whip this thing? Oh, I could do that. And they did. Colin Coward has nothing on our analogy game. I don't I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. But, okay, look. Get, getting Maybe his back his are more track. succinct. I don't think his are. No, because his stink. Because you start listening to Colin Cowherd do an analogy. Oh. He sets it up, and then it's it, it's the most awkward setup to transition. How's our cat I, theft scheme going with him, by the way? What what was that again? When oh, we were going to steal his cat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're you haven't come out, out here to steal the cat. To, uh, with yeah, me. I need to know that we have a plan. Well, you yeah, got to come out here. And we got to make the plan. You need to come with me to Dude, find his house in an elaborate. Camp. You're the LA guy. We were- you need to have the plan if we're going to take his cat. I forgot that this was an elaborate. Of plan course, that it we was. decided on that we were going to steal Colin Cowherd's cat. How Maybe could you he'll fr- give it to us. What, is, what the fuck have you been doing in Los Angeles all this time? If not, I for forgot the Colin mission. Coward's I forgot. The, I forgot the plan. I've been Jesus. fucking around too much. I've been do- goofing around too much. God, uh, TCU was goofing around too much. But I, I think I would just want to open this up, though. We're not again. We're not going to do a long show because Sean's got other work he's got to get to tonight. But. Everyone is going to be saying, were they deserving? And you mentioned the Alabama thing. Look, Alabama should not have been in the playoff because they had two losses. We shouldn't have played the season if that's the logic of just putting the most talented rosters. You have to win your games. Properly vetting and placing the teams is an impossible task because of all the variables. It's just impossible. But TCU, the way that they played last week, looked good enough because they beat the team that was you know, quote, supposed to be there. Michigan yeah. was the team that was supposed to beat there, and they handed them a pretty fat L, a pretty aggressive, hard-fought battle Michigan win over also, Michigan. Michigan also annihilated Ohio State. And that Ohio State team that appeared in the in the semis, we haven't yeah. seen them all year. So everyone else, let's, let's put on our memory hats and not just go one week back. Let's go nine weeks back. Let's but, go to when Ohio State was struggling with Maryland, and then we're, we're going to start comparing. So, Sean, here's my thing, though, is that, like, who was the team that belonged? I think it was Ohio State, but they goofed around too much this season, and they didn't take themselves seriously, but they decided to take themselves seriously when it was way too late. And had they done that, that's the last week's game was the national championship. That was the game that we were supposed to get, but we didn't get it. That's the only team. I'm willing to concede belonged in the national championship. I can't think of another one. There's not a single SEC team, not a single other team belonged in that matchup. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, 
and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. I thought that the top four were seated appropriately. And here's a breaking news for you, Joe. Uh, ESP or Sports Center has officially killed smoking on that pack uh, for everybody. For oh, what they do? Smoking on that frog pack at Georgia football. Hashtag national championship. And it's Stetson Bennett and some other receiver smoking cigars. And I'm like, ESPN, okay, well, uh, yeah. way, way to way to really be the whitest the guy at ESPN tweeted that. Good work, Omar. Good work, Omar. You suck. You fucking suck, Omar. Uh, you you think that That's was not Omar? for Sports I... Center? It doesn't matter. They fucking blow smoking on that frog pack. God, you just ruin shit. Okay, Dad's but that... gonna be texting me. What does this mean? <laughs> why? Why are we now? Why are we putting uh, this there? Who's it? It's not for us. Sports Center, not for us. Obviously, no. that pissed me off. It shouldn't have, but it did. They blow. Whatever. Look, moving. I thought on... the top four were seated yes. properly. Yes. I did. I thought all four of them deserved to be there. I thought complaints about them not being there were were rational, but not valid. Not valid because the top four, Georgia, obviously, Michigan, obviously, TCU to me, obviously, and then Ohio State, fill them in with whoever else. They still would have gotten beaten by Georgia. Maybe not in such spectacular fashion. Maybe not Mm -hmm. down to the wire. They still would have gotten beaten by Georgia because Georgia is a team that nobody could mess with this year. So that's the main takeaway here is that no matter what what we have done, Georgia was going to win this thing. Now, the way that they won it was in, in an embarrassing, just disrespectful I fashion. Just the way that, like that. Oh, yeah. my God. I, I get credit to them. Those, they just really, really came out swinging. They were slinging it the way that they played in this game. That is such a dominant victory. We will never see a game like that, I think, ever again in a national championship game. Truly a dominant performance. That's the main takeaway, is that Georgia, they were that good of playing that well all season long. All season long. They chose not to at times, but they unleashed it. They weren't afraid to unleash it. They put everything on the line, and it all came out. That is what their full force was. They were playing at 60% the whole season. They played at 100% in the beginning of the Oregon game, and then they kind of pulled back a little bit, and then we didn't see more than 60% the rest of the season. That's the full 100%. That, if we got that, Georgia, they would have been averaging 60 points a game. Maybe that's a too extreme, but hey, I don't they think still so. would have been killing people. Here's what's crazy. I don't I don't think of my mom as a sports analyst, but she said something a couple weeks ago that really made me like, oh, wow. Uh, when TCU lost to Kansas State, we were just talking about it. You know, me and my dad were just talking, and my mom was like, I think TCU was just exhausted at the end of the season. I mean, the emotional strain, the physical strain of having a season like that, and then you're in the Big 12 championship and you lose, I think you're just exhausted at that point. You took a break. You go out there. You play, I mean, as much effort that you could play with against Michigan. 
And then a week later, you have to go play the best team, one of the best college football teams ever assembled. Yes, one of the best college football teams ever assembled, at least over the past two years. We have to acknowledge that. One of those two teams or a combined two-team roster would hang with anybody if you were to compare uh, complete a two-year uh, combination team. So you have, you, you have to go out there and exert and exert and exert to beat Michigan. And then you follow it back up with Georgia. I, I think they were exhausted. I think they were exhausted and they look tired. And I, it's, it's just, if you're not built to be that athlete that can go the full distance, which a lot of them are, but I think that season really took too much out of them. It took too much out of them. It was too much craziness. Last thing I just want to hit on before we wrap up, I, I want to just open up the thought because we're getting closer and closer to the 12 team playoff. Does this fix the playoff situation and I, or does this prevent games like that? And frankly, I don't think it does. I, I don't think it does. It is going to increase the chances of the most highly competitive matchups. But I believe the, the, the way that college football is played out, there is an inevitable outcome of one year that, or most years, there's going to be a team like that. I really do think so. And yeah. if anything, it's, it increases the chances of that second best team of getting knocked off unexpectedly, kind of like we had this year. The 12 team playoffs going to be awesome for a lot of reasons, but in college football, if you still have to play Goliath, it is nearly impossible. It is nearly impossible to beat them, especially in a, if they've been there before. Georgia has been there before. You can't replicate that kind of experience, that kind of value of having that much pressure. And then, uh, I mean, I, this makes Stetson Bennett a first round pick. Stop, stop, stop. Nope, nope. Nope, screw you. We're not. We're di- you're you're a troll. You're an ass. You're an ass. You're you're the 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 biggest ass. Whoa, whoa, whoa. what did I say? That's that's a Bennett was a first round pick. You know what you're. Doing. You don't believe you're, that? You're, no, I don't believe that. He stinks. He freaking stinks. We just put up sixty five points tonight in the national championship. Uh, uh, look at the supporting cast. Let's look at the supporting cast. Max Duggan should be drafted higher than Stetson Bennett. Bunch of white receivers. Well, he's Brock Bowers is the best tight end in the country. He's got a great offensive line. I'm glad you finally admitted back. it. I'm glad you he's finally got- admitted it. Look at you. You finally admitted it. Go screw checkmate loser. At Joe DeLeon at Sanderson. Radio. Oh, That's no. The, wor- you the, the worst nut to I'm rage quitting this episode. I rage quit the space earlier. I'm rage quitting everything. Oh, wow. That was a <laughs> massive win for Sean. Subscribe that was to the Hack City on YouTube. Uh, the offseason is going to stink, but That's we're going to find stuff to talk about. Sean, what do you want to talk about first during the offseason? Tight end power which, rankings. Which stadiums would you most want to poop in? How about that? <laughs> we start with that. Okay. Actually, no, 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 not Can't stadiums, do. not stadiums. Um, uh, football I want to go Western Kentucky. So then I, I want to use Big Red as a, as a toilet. <laughs> Looks like one. If we if we did football operations facilities, I would pick the new Miami ones or the slide at, at Clemson. <laughs> I need to know. I need to go to a mid major where I know there's not much work being done, so I can always sneak up to the top floor. That's where I need to go. Well, see, the key was at Rhode Island is that we were attached to the basketball stadium. And they they kept the Ryan Center in pristine condition, and there were so many toilets. So if you walked into one of them and somebody was in there, 
You could walk up mm. a level, down a level, go to another quiet toilet. It's like toilet. a private bathroom. It's like oh having my God. a private bathroom. Everyone had their own it's private awesome. bathroom. And so the animals on our team used the ones in the locker room. I'll never understand that. It's like a stable of horses. Just I couldn't believe it. One next to another. Just feet and just legs, feet and legs. Lined and up just, and then handing, just, passing around the wipes that we everybody had. Just listening to highlight, watching highlights and listening to NBA <laughs> young boy. <laughs> Through the night when it be... <laughs> And it was a, the worst part is it's at six in the morning. Oh my god! I, 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 it's the funniest. I look back and think about how absurd it is, and I also miss it dearly. I miss it terribly. Uh, if I ever, if we ever build an office, I, I bring we're bringing that back. Let's bring <laughs> let's bring back uh, doorless stalls. <laughs> we should bring back or a plexiglass stall so you can shut uh, the door but you still see through. <laughs> <laughs> can you tell we're recording late at night oh god you need to go to bed <laughs> at joe on at sanderson radio that's a great note to end on um drive safe everybody i'm praying for you if you listen to the show as you, if this is your go-to college football source i'm praying for your mental well-being yeah this is the story of the one as head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.